Welcome to the Employco HR Podcast. I'm Rob Wilson, President of Employco. With me is my brother and partner, Scott. Hello. Jason Eisenhut, our uh, Vice President of HR. Hi, everyone. Today we've got a, a special guest, a, a, a dear friend, Scott Robinson, founder of Robinson Resource Group. Hey, guys. Welcome to be here. I'd love to be here. Thank you. Great to, uh, great to have you today, Scott. Thanks. Uh, one, of the, one of the things that our HR team does a lot of is, is training, helping our clients train their employees, whether it's sexual harassment or diversity inclusion, a variety of things. And, you know, it's so important for, your, uh, for clients' employees to continue to improve themselves. And, Scott, your business, you, you coach CEOs and key executives. Uh, tell us a little bit about uh, what you do, because that's a, a really important role for CEOs to continue to improve themselves. Yeah, I, I like to look at what we do as being leadership development. Um, it's not training. It's really taking leadership competencies um, that I think are critical to being successful as a leader, uh, whether it be communication or collaboration or certain amounts of restraint or whatever the competencies are. And we try to find the blind spots um, that we all have, not just CEOs, but everybody, but even CEOs who you know, rise to the top have blind spots. And a lot of times you develop skills that you tend to lose as you get higher in an organization, but they become even more important as you get higher in an organization. Right. So we try to help them identify their blind spots and then work on uh, recipes and, and uh, strategies to develop those and, and bring that as a part of their whole process of being a leader. And you, you coach throughout the country. Yeah, right. right. We have an office here uh, in the Chicagoland area, but we do work literally from California and Arizona all the way to Massachusetts. That's great. Yeah. How, long, how long does a typical engagement last? Is it continual? Some, some probably go on for years. Yeah. I've got one client I've working with for nine years and he, wow, he always, wow. he always jokes that he's a slow learner. <laughs> um, but, but, but I, in, in all sincerity, he just is uh, a sponge for development and he's constantly great. challenging himself and gives me free reign to continue to challenge him. Um, but a typical assignment for us starts at six months. Okay. Um, I think, uh, you know, statistics will prove out in every research that you look at that in order to create behavior change, you typically have to do it and be held accountable to it for about six months to have it be created as a habit or a continued behavior. So we like to have six months minimum. And then I, I would imagine as you as the coaching relationship continues, you, you really are become a strategic advisor. Yeah, that, that's exactly right. In fact, I would tell you that in probably over half of the companies we work with, we wind up being involved in their strategic planning, uh, as well as their overall team uh, goals and objectives. It's not uncommon for me to get an assignment uh, with the CEO of a company and wind up working with their entire team. Right. That's fantastic. Yeah. The, uh, and that's something that coaching you've been passionate about for, for a long time. Yeah. Probably 30 years at least. Yeah. Huh. I think it all goes all the way back to my background in education, what I thought I was going to be when I grew up. <laughs> yeah. Still growing up though. Yeah, exactly. How, so, do, how do you find, how do you, how do you find the blind spots? If, if, if I don't know I have a blind spot, is it through 360 reviews? It's sort of like online questionnaires. How, how, how do you, how do you get to that? Yes. The answer is <laughs> yes. Right. Yeah. 360 reviews are by far the best avenue for us to get real-time data. Oh, that's great. Um, but, you know, a lot of people, you know, at least initially don't like to give up the fact that they've got a coach and that they need help or mm -hmm. that they're, you know, and maybe they don't want to 
get their team involved quite yet. So we use assessment tools. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm a big fan of an assessment called an LEA, which is a leadership effectiveness assessment mm-hmm. that looks at 22 leadership competencies. I like to add into that an IDI, which is an individual directions inventory, which looks at individual motivators, what motivates you versus what motivates Scott, which motivates Rob or myself. And then top it off with a disc, which kind of looks at the behavioral side of things and how they're perceived by others. So I think if you can figure out the internal competency, of the individual, find out the individual drivers that motivates them to change or to perform, and then add to that how they're perceived by others, you get a pretty good picture yeah, of an individual great. and then can kind of use that to begin to draft goals and objectives for change moving forward. Hmm. That's impressive. Yeah. And what great tools, because, you know, CEO, you make it to whether your own business or your hired gun, you, you make it to the top of the organization. Typically, one would think, well, I'm at the top. I don't need right. any help. Right. How are you going to help me? Right. Yeah, it's, it's funny. You know, I just got off the telephone right before I came in here with a 41-year-old president of the company who reached out and said, you know, hey, I, I'm at the pinnacle of my career right now, at least from what I was hoping to be when I was back in college. I wanted to be the president and CEO of a company, and yet I'm 41, and I'm just now realizing I don't know everything that I need to know. Right. That's usually the catch. You yeah. think you know everything, and then until you know it, then you know nothing. You know, right. um, there's a lot to learn. Right. One of uh, initially when you started Robinson Research Group, you had the coaching side and executive recruiting, right? And you're still very active in the recruiting, if you know CEO C level recruiting, right? Sense. Right. And I love that. Uh, I really do. I, I love the executive recruiting side because I think we take a different approach to executive recruiting. Um, I think a lot of uh, times recruiters or companies, and I'm not bashing anybody because we all have our own styles, but. You try to fill what I would look at as resume tactical requirements. They need to be strong in engineering or they need to be have, you know, strong in sales and marketing or whatever. We typically focus on the culture. Um, That's great. You know, uh, that that's our focus. If I can read a resume and find out that you've got eight years of engineering experience and an engineering degree from MIT uh, and you've been a manager and then a director and then a vice president, you're mm-hmm. probably pretty qualified as an engineer. But if you don't fit the culture of the company that's recruiting you into, that culture will figure out a way to spit you out, regardless of how good you are technically. Yeah. You know, we were just in a management meeting yesterday with our team and uh, Jerry, who's our vice sure. president of payroll, was talking the same thing. She's like, look, I look at a resume. You know, I, if they don't know how to run payroll, I can I can teach them how to do payroll. But the culture and right. for us, yeah, it's been about yeah. ten years that we've really focused on it. Right. At least, and, and if they don't fit your culture, right. you know, they can be great at their job, but they, they've got to be a, a you know, especially in, if you're back in your office and you're dealing with, if it's a people business, you've got to got to be uh, connected with the culture. Yeah, I give you a reverse example of that. We did a search for a marketing person, a vice president of marketing. Uh, for a fairly large company. And this person really didn't have a really strong technical capability in digital marketing, which was a requirement of this role. But the CEO of this company felt like their culture fit was so perfect and that they would get into the organization almost seamlessly in such a way the organization lifted that individual and allowed them the time that it took to get up to speed from a technical capacity in the digital marketing space. 
and the guy is just killing it right now. He's yeah, doing a great, great job. Yeah, it's a, a right fit from a culture standpoint. Exactly. Yeah, it, it's so important, especially you know, in any, any level of your organization, but especially on your management team. Right. So from a recruiting standpoint, we were talking also, do you see any trends as far as like less of a demand, like from an like outlook standpoint? for uh, yeah. 2023? Well, I, yeah, I, I would tell you that if, if you're in a leadership role today and it doesn't have to be CEO, uh, if you're in a leadership role today and you don't have good people skills, uh, you know, the command and control style of leadership is, is not highly... Uh, usable right now because the younger generations coming into manager and other positions, uh, that doesn't work with them. You know, you've got to have really good listening skills, good collaborative skills. You've got to be patient. I think you have to be more patient today than ever before as a leader. Um, you know, you can't make just a unilateral decision all the time. You have to incorporate and build with your group and make sure everybody's got buy-in and that we're all believing in the direction you pointed us in. Right. You got to, they have to believe in you. That's right. You have to listen more, speak less. That's right. So the, uh, like us, a family business, uh, Scott, uh, Scott's son, Taylor runs, uh, Searchworks, which is your executive recruiting business. Right. So it, uh. Uh, Griffin and, uh, and Taylor have been longtime friends, so it's fun, to, fun to see the next generation business. Yeah, that's been so. that's been really fun for me. A lot of personal satisfaction there. Right. Yeah. They uh, and so far we've got one, but you never know who uh, what yeah. other family members are going to are going to come in. Right. So uh, tw- Scott started touching on twenty twenty three. Do you uh, your business not on the coaching side, but the executive recruiting and the retained searches tends to be a good leading indicator of the economy. Mm-hmm. So do you think? What's your crystal ball telling you about 2023? My crystal ball is telling me that 2023 is chaotic um, right now because the signals have changed. Um, Whereas we were a six month, I always said we were a six month leading indicator. If our business dropped off, I always predicted that the economy was going to start to slow down six months from then. And if our search business sped up, we could anticipate an increase in the economy right now. I think the 2023, I think our economy is not going to speed up, but our search business has and will continue to speed up. That's interesting. And I think it's because this whole idea around change and finding the right thing for me and, um, you know, I don't want to be, I'll use a simple example, a slam dunk, um, I don't want to work in the office five days a week, 10 hours a day. Yeah, I'd right. rather work three days from home and two days in the office or whatever all those priorities are that are, that are moving around. And I right. think it's just, it's a really, uh, there's going to, I just anticipate with, um, you know, the, the recruiting numbers are, companies are all recruiting right now. They all have needs yet. The government's trying to mess with, you know, the, the, the interest rates and right. say the economy's slowing, but yet corporate America is showing through its numbers that it's not. And I think you're going to continue to see just kind of a spasm of influx and outgo of people. And then you got the big guys, you know, talking about 10 and 20% layoffs across the board. But I don't see that in our client base. Yeah, yep. You're seeing that in the larger companies. But then and it is mixed messages because when you look at the new hire numbers every month, this is still the, going up. December, first week of December was 261, 263,000. Typically, 200,000 is that breaking point where you need to you know, consistently be 200. And 
it, it was lower than in the past, but it's, it, you know, that indicator plus, you know, you're talking about a half a point increase from the Fed's yeah. rate later this month. But businesses are still hiring. Right. And, uh, but then, you know, on the consumer side, you're, you're seeing the effect on, on the rising prices. People are spending less. So people are uh, at different levels are concerned about the economy. That's yeah. right. Right. Yeah, although you get big splashes in the media with Twitter and Meta with the big, big layoffs in the tech industry, uh, the vast majority of our clients are still looking for help. They're, they're the labor shortage. Yeah, there's still and, a shortage. Still here. a shortage, yeah. 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 And you've got the quiet, the quiet, quiet quitting. quitting. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, you know, there's there's still a number of people that aren't working and for whatever reason they've chosen not to work. But the government su- subsidies are, they want to keep providing them, but at this point they're, you know, yeah. it's it's down. Yeah. Which is which is good, so uh, it'll be an interesting year. I think uh, I think we're seeing the same. Clients are hiring; they're still bullish, but they're concerned. Right. What we've seen some of our it's feedback from some of our consulting clients are larger companies are holding off on projects or pushing it down instead of uh, it's starting in January. Let's revisit in April. Yeah, and I think an interesting thing that I'm seeing too, being on kind of not both sides of the business, but having two businesses, one being recruiting and one being leadership development. We're seeing the executive leadership development side vastly increasing in business. And I think companies are saying we need to invest in the people that we have from a leadership perspective and develop those leadership skills to have better retention, to have better engagement, to have, you know, better, you know, satisfied employees to create better street credibility so that they can recruit easier and all of those things. I think they're paying much, much more attention to that. Yeah. Your employee engagement and your retention is so key. Right. And so you've got to make sure that your culture and your engagement is at a high enough level that you're going to retain and continue education, continuing to improve your internal employees. Because, you know, we tell our clients all the time, if you think that no one's no competitors and no one's calling your employees, (laughs) You've yeah, got your head deep in the sand. Calls. Everyone's getting calls. They are. Yeah, correct. So, if you haven't already, start thinking about succession planning. No matter the size of the organization, if you've got 10 employees or 10,000, succession planning is such a key. you got to have the right people ready to take fill the jobs if, if a key person leaves the organization. Yeah, Jason, you're so true. That, that is such a good comment. And, I, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to add to that and say this is the benefit to succession planning that I don't know that everybody thinks about. But having somebody in the wings that's ready and available to take over if somebody leaves is kind of the objective. But the byproduct of that, if you do it right, you're creating development plans for those people that are appreciative Keeps that you're engaged. lifting their yes. level of leadership and capabilities and they're more engaged. I totally agree. And that, that engagement hopefully results in higher retention. Yeah, right? that's right. And productivity. Yeah. 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 So uh, I, I know we try and keep our, uh, our podcasts around 10, 15 minutes, but last topic, holiday parties. <laughs> we said on our last podcast that we've mentioned it. So yeah, the usual do's and don'ts. Jason, the do's and don'ts. Yeah. So just as a reminder, probably you want to send out a, maybe an all company email before an event and remind people about the policy, the do's and don'ts. If you're going to have drink tickets, uh, watch people from getting overserved. Maybe get some Ubers ready to go so people don't have to drive home intoxicated. Um, but this year, I'll properly retire. Yeah, yeah, right. You know, the, uh, dress code if there is one, like making sure you have to visit. Just say everybody. Even if you want to remind people, is it going to be casual? Is it going to be professional? What, what kind of dress code is it? 
Right. You want you want your employees to have a good time, but you want them to have a safe time. Right. That's exactly and right. You don't you know you don't need an office romance starting at the holiday party, <laughs> right? right. <laughs> or worse. So that's true. So uh, Jason, always uh, always good to have a refresher on the uh, on the holiday yeah. parties, and because a lot of par- a lot of companies this year are doing parties. You know, you went through a period. Obviously, COVID. A lot of a lot of the parties were virtual, but it's just another way to keep your keep your employees engaged yeah, and team building and, and really team building, especially in so many, so many companies you're like Scott said, they're in the office two, three days a week. Yeah. Yeah. yeah if you have any questions on tips, uh, HR at employco.com, we're here to help. We will get back to you as soon as possible and, and we'll, we'll kind of lend a hand wherever we can. Yeah. HR at employco.com goes straight to Jason. So yes, it does. And if you have uh, if, and if anyone has uh, future topics or things, uh, yeah, send, them like our way. send them our way. So a lot of our podcast, uh, Topics come up from, uh, from people that listen to uh, the podcast. So really appreciate everybody listening. And Scott, we really appreciate yes, having you, you on today. Yeah. Thanks, Scott. Thanks so for being here. Great, Enjoyed uh, it. great to hear more about your business. Thank and you. if anyone uh, wants to reach out to Scott as well, you can either contact Jason or uh, we can post uh, a link on our next to the podcast. But uh, Scott at rrgexec.com. That's it. So Scott Robinson, thanks for being on the show. Pleasure. Thanks, everybody. We'll uh, we'll see you next Happy year. Happy holidays.